power structure had successfully created uh, the image of the American Negro as someone with no confidence, no militancy, and uh, they had done this by giving him images of heroes that weren't truly militant or confident. They've been programmed from birth with shitty food options, contaminated drinking water, gun violence, police brutality, and trauma after trauma after trauma. PTSD, no therapy. Do you think there may be residual impacts of that trauma? Of course there is. It didn't end, friends, and it hasn't ended yet. It comes as a great shock around the age of five or six or seven to discover the flag to which you have pledged allegiance, along with everybody else, has not pledged allegiance to you. People cannot be blamed for their ignorance if they are genuinely ignorant. People can be blamed if they've had a different set of information and still choose to remain ignorant. All right, happy new year, happy new year, happy new year. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, one and all, for tuning in and to the 2024 premiere of This Is How We See It. We are your hosts. I am Alex. And I'm Cam. And thank you again for rocking with your boys. Uh, I got a question. I have a question for you all. Okay, well, well, before I get into my question, let's get some businessy stuff on the way because we about to go in on this one. Um, so first and foremost, if you haven't... Um, if you haven't noticed or if you don't know, if you've not been in the loop, you're not following us on Facebook or uh, following us on Instagram. Those links will also be in the description of this episode. But the 2023 semi-annuals, both versions are out for purchase. You can, we'll have those links down there. You can view them online, but they are out. If you want the physical copies, they are out for purchase. Um the next issue will come out in June, in time for Juneteenth. Um, but let's see. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So getting into the episode, right? So here's my question. What the hell happened at the turn of the new year? Bro, we, <laughs> we turned our backs for like a few weeks, four weeks, four weeks. That's all we did. We, we stopped. We took a vacation for four weeks just to, you know, get everything settled before we got in. And we turn around and Cat Williams sets the internet on fire. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> uh, Jonathan Majors is found guilty of two of the four charges that he was charged with, which the two charges he was found guilty for was bullshit. Well, anyway. bullshit. <laughs> Total bullshit. Right? And then, and then Brick, Brick Face, the Brick Lady, is 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 like getting hemmed up <laughs> like what the hell bro like <laughs> we missed so much bro <laughs> oh, we, we can't leave y'all we happens. can't leave see what happens when we leave just for a second we just leave for a second y'all have like food bro we didn't even oh go long we didn't even go long so today so today with all of that stuff that didn't happen right so today we're going to talk about uh brick face the brick lady uh, and we'll probably get into the other stuff maybe sometime later because you know what hasn't been said at nauseum about those other two topics but like man that's just January 2024 just started bro it, we just got here and already 2024 is already shaping up to be some messed up so alright so the brick lady um, the brick lady story alright let's let's 
Oh, let's get into this. First and foremost, let's get into the facts. What happened? All right. So in case you don't know, you haven't been listening to, you haven't been um, keeping track of the story. Uh, 33-year-old last year in September, 33-year-old Rhoda Osmond claimed that some uh, back in September, she was assaulted uh, by a, with a brick to the face by a black man who, uh, okay, apparently asked for her number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He She denied him. He asked her for her number. She denied it. And according to her, he hit her in the face with a brick. Okay. Side note, side note. Who the hell walks around with a brick? <laughs> who the hell can just okay. readily find a brick? In, Bro, in, in like, the... I can't even imagine. Like, because for me, the whole story at first, I was like, wait. So he had the brick a in his brick? hand already? Like, he had a brick in his like, hand already? Like, that was immediately. Like, you know how say, instantly hey. a, a rejection has? Like, hey, can I have your number? No. No. Bow. <laughs> He, he's just ready. Like I know, I know. Shooting your from? shot, like I get it. Shooting your shot is a numbers game, but like you have a brick on hand just in case some woman says no. And it, uh, how many bricks do you have? You have a whole satchel of bricks for every woman that rejects you. Like is that, that, is that how we doing? That man's strong. <laughs> Slung over his shoulder, satchel full of bricks. It's like, oh, can I have your number? No. Oh, I got something for you. Like. You know, six one this time. I'm like, what the? Anyway, hey, listen, listen. And when I first saw that Instagram story, I was like, dang, what happened to her face? She was like, oh, this dude hit me with a brick, and I'm like, he hit you, know, you with a brick. You know what? You know and I what felt like Cat Williams. Like? I felt like Cat. I felt like Cat Williams, bro. Was like, you watched? No, no, it wasn't Cat Williams. It was Kevin Hart. When <laughs> he was like, you oh. watched that foot <laughs> come towards your face, yeah. like, like. You deserve that because you watched it come to your face. Wait, like, like, okay. So let's say he did another brick with that. I mean, you watched him bend down and get the brick, and you didn't run, or like, well, there's okay. Even if that was the case, even if that was the case, the kind of person Rhoda Osmond is, and we'll get into that in a minute. But the kind of person that she is, she was probably japping off at the mouth. Sorry, Chicago slang. She was talking. She was probably talking shit the entire time. Talking reckless. Talking reckless. And she probably would have said if that, even if that was a scenario, which it wasn't. Also, get into that. But it, she would have stood there anyway. She would have. Because again, here's the thing with dudes, right? Here's the thing with men. Typically, and, you know, I can't even say this is a bad thing. Human, when you tell a story, typically the math has to math, right? Yes. Like, like if you tell a story, it's like, okay, does that make sense? Like. Typically, people try to visualize what, what you describing. And it's like, he asked my number, I re- I said no, and then he hit me in the face with a brick. And it's like, it, 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 you know the amount of escalate, like, you want to talk to us about Ron Perlman. Well, that escalated <laughs> quickly. Like, Bruh, the extreme. Asked- but see, that's, that's why, that's why. You want to talk about visualization of uh, math being mathing? Like, there's a reason why this story resonated with black women across the board. But again, another point we'll get into in a minute. So anyway, Rhoda took the social media in tears, right? For tears. Uh, oh, by the way, her face was swollen. Oh um, yeah, it was swollen. Half her face was swollen. like literal two face half mm-hmm. of her face was swollen. You know what had that uh, the swollen half reminded me of? Remember that episode of Martin when he got jumped? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. I got jokes. I got jokes for days. Like, oh. this is like, 
Like, I am definitely gonna be laughing at this chick. This is this is some messed up stuff. Like, this is happening. All right. So if you are on her side, you are listening to the wrong podcast. Okay. So anyway, she went to, she went to social media as all women do. Um, she took she took the social media to end tier to report that not only was she assaulted by a black man, no other black man in the vicinity did anything about it, rekindling the ire of black women towards black men. Now, not saying that it ever died, but it was at a low at the point of this story when this allegedly happened, right? And of course, the video went viral, right? So in solidarity, black women donated to her GoFundMe that she that was set up by a friend of hers at her behest. She asked her friend to set up the GoFundMe, right? And they raised over $42,000, right? For her medical bills and recovery and all that other stuff. Here, here's what really happened, okay? After the persistence of celebrity, Shout out to the queen of accountability. Uh, yeah, yeah, go give her a follow, man. Yeah, go give her a follow. Man, if you're like, not following her, you're missing out because like, celebrity is, is a, she's out here doing the Lord's work. Like, if you want to talk about some actionable um, um, and tangible results, celebrity has proved more than proven that she is that she's that motherfucker. Real talk, man. Like and she, she is, up. she is, and that it's not just for black men. I know she get a lot of this bullshit hate where it's like, oh, you only stand up for black men, which. Why is that wrong to stand up for black men? I will never know, but she stands up for everybody, bro. She is pro black, bro. Look, so look. It accountability is, what it is. is 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 neutral. Everybody gets it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Real needs talk. to be held accountable for what they do and what they don't do. Um, so after some severe persistence from celebrity, right? Um, Houston PD investigated uh, Osman's claims, and which included a surveillance video of the altercation between her and old boy his name has since been released but i can't remember um what it was uh but it showed that osman was the aggressor in that altercation she slapped this man first and he retaliated <laughs> by smacking her with a water bottle he was holding wasn't a brick it was a water bottle, bottle. <laughs> okay and the Yo, said, side note, side note, we need the, we need the brand of that water bottle because that but look, it was a deadly just, weapon. Look, just like that, that uh, just <laughs> like that iced tea that got that, that the white dude got smacked with. <laughs> bro, like, bro, we, I was like whatever that is, we need to make that famous bottle, for I was like, I was like, water bottle. Wait a minute, bro. is it all that damage? And you know what? It's it's rumored, I, and I couldn't find anything. I, I I don't know how true this was, but it's rumored that the swelling that we saw, because in the initial video, right, it was just a small bump, right. In the swelling that we saw when she was in the the hospital gown, apparently it was she had like a saline drip or something. She had a re- allergic reaction to saline. That's why her half of her face swelled up. Mm. That's what I heard. I I can't confirm that, but that's what I heard. Mm. Like that was an allergic reaction to some saline that she had. So mm. um, take that with a grain of salt. If you can confirm it, do your own research. That, you know what, but, though? But that yeah. makes more sense than a water bottle causing that. Yeah. Because I, I was like, think, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you could get hit hard enough to do that amount of swelling with a Bruh. water bottle. Bruh. Like, but what? I tell you, you was right about that Martin episode. Because that's all I was <laughs> I mean, it was lumpy. It's all outdoors. Bruh. It was looking like two I was like, what the face. what? It's <laughs> like, dude. Like and a retaliatory strike and a retaliatory strike is not gonna be that hard. It's instinctual. So it's 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 argumentative it's argumentatively uh weaker than an intentional strike. Right. It's you reaction. Know, it's reactionary. So it's relatively so unless you got a glass face <laughs> 
or a mortar or a mortar uh, mortar for bones, your face ain't gonna swell up like that from a hit from a water bottle, a reactionary hit from a water bottle at that. But anyway, uh, that's what police <laughs> that's what police believe was responsible for the mark that was on her face in the initial video. You know, all these black men stood by. Yeah, that video, right? Um, upon further investigation, it was discovered that uh, Osmond, the brick lady, had made a similar GoFundMe um, three years prior in 2020, in August of 2020, uh, at that point, raising $4,800 in the city of Minneapolis. And for the same claim, she was saying that, you know, a security guard beat her and she needed some money for recovery and she was a single mother and even threw out there the whole Muslim thing. Side note with that, how are you a Muslim, lesbian, single mother? Let's... No comment. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, all the groups, all the minority groups, like, follow the bouncing ball here. Stick was a straight up scammer. Say, say less. So, <laughs> so, so since the alleged incident, Rhoda has been seen in strip clubs and taking expensive trips with uh, some of the GoFundMe money, allegedly, right? I don't think she got the full amount. I think she cast out a little bit and then, you know, they were still raising money or whatever have you. In fact, um, she was even seen recently in Jamaica when they sent out the warrant for her arrest, which was issued out in uh on the 10th of january right um she was charged with third degree theft and a warrant was issued for her arrest that same day um she was scheduled to appear in court on uh on the 11th she did not show up this is around the time we started we seen her in jamaica um it has been since since then on the 23rd on the 23rd um i guess she came back to the states and turned herself in that morning okay but uh, GoFundMe has now banned Osman from any future fundraisers and has refunded all the donors that donated to her uh, to her GoFundMe. And um, yeah, that's where we're at. Oh, she's out on a $10,000 bond right now. Okay, so that's the story. Those are the facts. That's what happens. That's where we're standing right now. Here's, I'm gonna kick this off. And I think this is a problem. I don't know what we're going to call this episode. I genuinely don't until after we record them. Um, but I'm going to start off with this. And this is for all the hyenas, the chameleons, and the Sandras feminists that are out there, specifically the black ones. Man, the color purple has really got y'all fucked up in the head, done it. I need y'all to hear me on this one. Oh yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, go there, brother. I'm gonna need, ladies, I'm gonna need y'all to hear me on this one. And I mean this with every fiber of my being. Not every man is Mr. Not every man is Ike Turner or Joe Jackson. Not every man is Nate from Set It Off, for those of y'all who don't know who that is. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> The lens, the lens with which black women view black men is irreparably cracked. The fact that it is so easy for black women to believe any and all negative narrative concerning black men is astoundingly baffling. We, 
Cam, you and I have spoken ad nauseum about the effects of propaganda as a tool or weapon in, on the hearts and minds of the masses and how historically it has been used to demonize a group of people so that when heinous acts occur to these people or someone says anything that confirms any kind of bias spurred on by said propaganda, people will accept and believe it willingly without question. And that's what we got here. No female who supported Rhoda Osmond had ever question the validity of her story like we were just talking about so he just randomly had a brick he had it hashtag ready already no one Has no one questioned that hashtag believe all women right hashtag <laughs> believe all women. without question because because no woman lies right. <sighs> yeah no no woman no woman fart women shit Real thought, man. I don't understand. Dude, that halo effect got our, our, our it's society so strong, cold, bro. It's blinding. So, it's blinding. It is blinding, dude. Like, women are just these porcelain dolls that can do no wrong, bro. Like, nah, man. They're just as grimy as men. Yeah. So they're just, and that's, and I think we've talked about that before. Like, we've measured male violence. It's typically physical. Right. right? Yes. It's very rarely mental abuse. Like, yeah, it occurs, not as often as physical. Right, it's the reverse for women. But here's the startling stats that a lot of people don't talk about: women are just as physically violent as men when you look at domestic violence stats. And I can't remember the feminist's name. God, it's killing me. She lives in the UK. She opened up the first women's shelter in oh, yeah, the UK. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I and uh, either, she she actually got ousted out of uh, the feminist movement during the second wave because uh, she found that she found that fact out that. Women are just as physically violent as men, if not more so. The only reason why they typically don't get uh, repercussions for it is because it's okay to beat on men. And not not, okay. only, not 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 just that, right? Not, and not so much not not just the fact that it's okay to beat on men, quote unquote, because it's not okay. You put your hands on somebody; they have the right to defend themselves. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm all I am all for equal rights. You knew what I meant. No, 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 no. I know, <laughs> no, I know, I know what I don't mean that it's I'm okay. Saying, I'm also saying like I'm also saying like socially. Men aren't going to outright just uh, report domestic violence or being hit on by a woman, and then on top of that, and then because that's the social aspect, but then there's also the law aspect of it, where if he does retaliate in any form, then the law is going to jump on him. So no matter which way oh, yeah. he go, he's he's stuck. He can't do anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They've done studies on this, man. They've had women literally physically assault men out in public, in public places. There's a reason why on TV it's still for women to beat on men. Like, it's okay. Like, we teach women and small boys that it's okay to let a woman hit you. And you're not supposed to do anything back. And I remember, I think I talked about this on the period, but my mom, so I got big signals from my mom. Shout out my mom. Love her to death. She's amazing. I got big signals at first because I, I must have been about in second grade at the time. And I remember I got into this altercation with this little girl and she hit me and I popped the back. Like, we got to go fight. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got home, my mom whooped my ass because she was like, you don't put your hands on a woman, right? So the next, uh -huh. I must have been about third or fourth grade, I got into an altercation again. And this girl beat the crap out of me. I didn't, I didn't touch her. She just beat the crap out of me. And I went home and I, you know, I, Blay lip, black eye. I was I was busted up. And she was like, What happened? And I told her, and I got in trouble again. She was like, You don't let nobody just beat on you. And I was like, I got nobody. <laughs> like, what were you supposed to do? 
I felt like little Yoshi that chicken little. Oh, you gotta insert that clip. Like, I was so dumbfounded. I was just like, I don't. I got B for hitting her, and now I'm getting B for not hitting her. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so she explained. But this is what I love my mama. She actually, because I was like, she saw the confusion on my face. And I was like, but, but you said. And she's like, listen, you never strike a woman first, okay? You use the least amount of physical force required to subdue her or get away. But you don't just sit there and let her whoop your ass. <laughs> Which is essentially what I did. Like, I sat, I just took the punches. You know what I mean? Bro. And it's like, it's like, yo. Like, it's just so... The mixed signals, like, like young boys get, man. Bro, <laughs> like, like, like it's... it's and, 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 like, I have a similar story. So, my mom was a victim of domestic violence, right? And I saw um, what that did to her. And from... And this is when I was a kid. And so, from that moment on, you know, in my ignorance, I was like, okay, I will never, ever put my hands on a woman, Right? Now, there's a lot of things that happened in between that point and now, but uh, there was a moment where there was an altercation with her half-sister that showed up at her father's house, right? Trying to stake a claim or some crap, and there was a fight that happened, and we had to subdue her, right? And this chick bit the hell out of me on my arm trying to get away or whatever have you, like, because I had to participate in this fight or whatever. So, the next day, she showed up. This is when I was a sophomore in high school. I was like, I... Pretty sure I told you this, this story before. Her oh, and a this bunch is new of, brother. Oh, this is new to you? I never told you this. This so, is new. Yeah. So, so her and uh, a bunch of her girlfriends cornered me, right? And they ready to whoop my ass because we had to subdue her, right? And I'm in this situation. I'm already surrounded. And if you know anything about fights, you're in you're in a ring. You're not getting out of that. So I'm like, I can't do anything. I can't hit her. And I stood there and I took it. I had to put my hands in my pocket because these weren't no these weren't no soft hits. They were trying. They couldn't knock me out, but they were trying, right? And so I just sat there and I was like, "Are we done here? Because what else could I do? Let that happen. Let 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 that happen today. And that and that. But but see the fact that that was okay is the point." You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't report it. I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell nobody about it. I just got, like, whoever was around me at the time saw it. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't tell anybody that that's what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to take that lump. And I had to bury that because that was okay. Because they were girls. And and that's the thing. It's like, it's it's the mixed signals, right? Like, Fellas, you're allowed to defend yourselves. I don't care what nobody says. You have the human right to defend yourselves from the whatever. The human right, man. Think about it, dude. I remember. I remember this came up on uh, <clears throat> on uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I want to say like two, two, three years ago when she came out and it was a, it was a domestic, you know, whatever. I can't remember who it was, but I just remember her getting so much pushback and flack for saying nobody hit anybody. And I remember it's the black it's woman. It's I can't it's remember it's her it's name. It's was it Sunny on the View? Oh yes, yeah, she Sunny. said, and, and, and she had the audacity. And I mind you, this is a lawyer. Sunny's Sunny's supposedly a lawyer, I, but yeah, like Evan K. She tried to justify, Strange. like a man 
can do so much more damage. And it's like, doesn't matter about the damage. See, physical you know, physical I, I, I was violence talking, hurts regardless. Listen, I was talking to my father today about the fragility of human life today and how people don't truly understand violence. And I think we talked about that on the pod in the previous episode where it's like, oh, we you talked know, about so the many, evils of men. Like, like, like actual violence. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like actual violence. Not sparring, not play fight. No, somebody trying to knock your block off. A true yes. street fight. People that have been in actual fights, your life is... Fr- Listen, one wrong punch in the wrong location. You can die. Yes. Understand, if somebody comes at you and hits you in the side of the head in the temple at the wrong angle, you go going night-night. Yep. You're going night-night. And for Sunny to say out of her mouth, all women can't do no damage. Tell what? that tell what? that tell that to that brother who was trying to get away from his uh I, I can't remember his name. I wish I could. But tell that to the brother who was trying to get away from his um to his uh from his baby mama when her mama was there. We covered this story once before. Um that he was trying to get away. His mama was uh her mama was in, instigating the argument between the two. She went and got a gun and shot that man in front of his kids. Tell that. Yep. Tell that to him. Tell that, to Sonny. Tell them that. Tell that to the to the young babies who got killed by their mama. The young, the the little six year old girl who was beat to death, who was beat pretty much to death and left in a closet. Tell that to her. Tell that to the woman who killed her twins and then jumped off a bridge. Tell that to her. Tell that to them. It just, you know it what just what women do and again, violence. It's that, but it's also like, I, and again, that conversation I had earlier today, like, I was like, I truly think, maybe. So, Kevin Samuels did an episode during Men's Week. I want to say, this is well before his passing. This is one of his early episodes. And I remember he was talking to this guy, and uh, the guy was talking a little reckless, mm-hmm. right? Like, a little reckless. Yeah. And, and, and we've talked about, you know, mutually assured destruction, how there's a certain decorum or modicum of respect when two men are talking if you don't know that man you don't know his background you know his emotional state you don't know he will he he could last you don't know so you don't say things like disrespectfully and i think again peaceful times right we talk about the internet motherfuckers online being disrespect yeah keyboard warriors cool you know whatever Whatever you want to do i truly listen i truly believe that everybody needs to go get knocked out one time in their life. Just to understand. And I don't mean that in a malicious way. Hell, it could be in a spar, it could yeah. be in a ring, sparring, whatever. But just go night-night one time and wake up. What happened? Kevin Samuels told this man, he said, you know what you need to do? He said, and I'm not, even, I'm not saying this maliciously or to down you or anything. You need to go get knocked out. And the dude was like, why? And he said, because that will make you understand and actually respect your life. Mm-hmm. You need to get knocked out one good time and realize how fragile it's humbling. And I told my father, I said, you know, <laughs> he didn't remember it, but I know you remember me back in high school. I was extremely reckless with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and my father sat me down one day and he said, one of these days, you're going to say something to the wrong person and they ain't going to talk. They ain't going to just pop you one good time in your mouth. And as sure as I sit here and breathe, it happened during basic training. 
<laughs> when I was in the military. I, I got into a fight. Oh, yeah, I got into Dude. Basic training. I remember I got into a fight. Talking talking reckless, as per usual. And he hit me in my mouth. And we got to tussle. You understand? Mm. They had to pull us off each other. But it made me real. Like, I looked around. So I calmed down. You know, drilling is high. You right, know, whatever, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I looked around. And you remember the metal posts? on those beds like some of them were bunk beds but some of them were singles yeah. but they had the metal posts right and i got to looking around the room where we were fighting now mind you we started furniture moving we was grabbing like like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. and i got to looking around and i said it is by the grace of god like right because he, he snuck me right i didn't turn my back or i wasn't at an angle i was facing him when he hit me but if i had my back turned or if i was turned to the side he hit me and i fell I could have landed on one of them poles. I could have died instantly. Mm. In any of them situations, us grabbing each other, throwing each other to the ground like we was, we could have, he could have fell on the on the back of one of them beds. That pole could have went through his back, dead, I'd have been in jail. But it the gravity yeah. mutually assured destruction. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The gravity of that situation really sunk in with me and it made me realize, okay, life is fleeting. This this argument, me talking shit, like this wasn't even called for. It was just young men being young men. And it reminds me of another clip I saw just, just this past week. And it might've been a joke. I don't know. Somebody in the comments said he's a comedian, but it was real. And he would sit on the couch with his girl. And I'm gonna find the clip, maybe we can play it. But uh, he was sitting on the couch with his girl. And he said, you know, I got, you know, we pretty solid, whatever. And she said, I don't know about solid. And he said, you know, I, I got a confession to make, you know, back when I was younger, you know, this dude slapped me and took my gun. And she's like, what? What would you do? And he was like, well, I walked away. And she was like, oh, you a bitch. And, and he was like, well, you know, it wasn't worth dying over. I had a young child. I had things to live for. He's like, I had goals and career. I wouldn't be as successful as I am now if I'd have tried to fight back. I could have died. I could have killed him. I could be in jail. I could be in a grave. Like, you should say, like, and it, again, it highlights the fact that women, and again, I'm not taking this away, and I think I said this in the previous podcast, I'm not taking this away from DV uh, uh, victims. I'm not saying that. But I think a lot of women, the majority of women, as men, we create these bubbles around our families and shit, and about around society, and we shelter women from that true violence of the world. I, I, you know, I, and I think we mentioned that about, uh, I think we touched on that very briefly when, we're, when we were talking about the evils of men, right? We talked about domestic violence victims and, and that whole thing. And I think that that kind of thing needs to be like, all of these women who say that they can take a man in a fight and this, that, and the other, or whatever have you, look, understand something. Like, when it, even even when, I, mm, okay, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts here. Even when, a lot of those women need to go and talk to these domestic violence women. Women who have felt the full-on brunt of a man's rage. Unfiltered, unflinching, full-on, with the weight behind them, what that punch feels like. What that rage looks like. And how much the people you think that you can take are holding back even when they're mad at you. Dude, Clarissa Shields, man. She's been calling out male boxers, bro. She's been calling out male boxers. And, I, and at first I was like, ah, she wolf tickets, man. Like, okay, whatever. But, yo, she got knocked out by her sparring partner, who's a male, in a sparring match. And I was like, okay. And she's still talking best. And I was like, okay. I think we should give her what she needs. 
I think she needs to get into a ring with an actual man. And that man, no, 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 no. This ain't about a status thing, and I don't want to hear no nonsense about how could you hit a woman. No, no, no. Give her what she's asking for. Get because it's a humbling experience, bro. It's humbling. Yeah, and 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 I give her what she's asking for. And and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like the the respect for that isn't there. It's just not for all for all of you know the color purple's faults, right? The fact that they displayed Mister to be such a damn monster, and that's the lens which with uh, black women view most black men, pretty much all of us, right? You're either Mister or you're of uh, what Harpo. You're either Mister or you're Harpo in their in their eyes, right? You don't really have an in between, right? Um, oh. But as much of a monster as they painted Mister to be, right? You still think that you're big and bad enough to take the full-on weight of what a man will do when he's at his most rageful. You're neglecting you're neglecting the biological components of all of that. A full man that has reached maturity and and don't let that man and don't let that man be, you know, um, um, healthy and fit. But also rageful. It's a whole it's a whole different ball game. You don't know. And 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 like I said, they, they need to talk to some of these domestic violence survivors who have experienced that because you don't know what that looks like. You don't respect the danger that that presents. I'm gonna tell you something that I told my father this morning about uh about this very topic. I don't even think that would be received. And here's the reason why. I think people are starting to lose their empathetic bone. There's one thing to be sympathetic. It's a completely different beast to be empathetic. And people use those words as synonyms. They are not the same. You can feel sorry for somebody and not be able to even imagine yourself in the position that they're in. Which is really That is not the same thing. Which is really interesting because women are supposed to be the empathetic part of our species. And they've lost that becoming so masculine, honestly. Yeah. I think a lot of women... I think a lot of women have lost that ability to empathize, bro, even with each other. And even if they went to talk to a domestic, like actually talk to a domestic violence victim and to hear their story, they wouldn't be able to even respect the gravity in which that victim was talking. Oh, I would have done this, that, the hubris, the hubris. And that's why I said it. That's why I said in a safe environment, they need to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. They, okay. they need, you need to experience that to experience the humbling. You know, they say like a lot of people don't take things seriously until you're in it. Yeah. You, we need to put them in it. They need to like get knocked out because it's, it's a humbling experience. When you wake up, what happened? People are picking you up off the floor. It's humbling. Somebody's it's fucking girls, humbling. Some of these girls, they never heard the story of the little engine that could and it showed. Bruh. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Real talk, real talk, and, and that's and that's that is a a byproduct in my mind of peaceful times. We've had we've had so much uh, peace, you know, times without actual strife 
that people don't understand violence. Yeah, and I think I think um, to that to that degree, it's just like because of the peaceful times, the men haven't gone out and had to be able to fight anything. Why do you think the uh, the the slapping uh, thing is such a big deal right now? It's because men haven't had fights to fight. They need to have that 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 kind of outlet. You know what I'm saying? There are a bunch of men, and most of these dudes are just average Joes. Just going up there just so they can slap somebody, just so they can get that aggression out. Right? But again, it's it's like you said, most of most of these most of these women believe that they can like there's nothing that a man can do to them that they can't weather, and that's just not true. That's just not it's the same thing. And here's the thing, and for our lady listeners, this is not to pick on y'all. It's the same thing with men. I've had conversations yeah. when people find out that I'm a vet. I've had conversations with normies, bruh, that like, oh, you know, if I was at war, you have no, no idea. You have no idea what you would do in that situation. And a lot of people, even the trained ones, fucking freeze. Yep. So the odds of you being in a fucking firefight and not freezing up is very small. Very small. So put that bravado up. See, this is the thing. It's, it's all bravado at the end of the goddamn day. And again humbling needs to occur because when you we ain't talking out the side of our neck this is science when you look at the bone density by itself damn the muscle damn the fact that men are typically 20 percent stronger damn the fact that you look at world records and women world records don't come close well, no when <laughs> they do now. Near close. They do now because of the transgender people that are in their uh, sports right now. Even then, but even then, it. the transgender because they did the uh, the the uh, the hormones, it dampens them. They can't even compete against regular men. So no, they're in between. When you look at the actual world records, listen. What was that trans woman who went and beat the the the, the women world record for weightlifting? I don't even think. I don't even think. I don't even think there was a real trans woman. I think it was a man that identified as a woman, just to no, prove no, a no, point. No, no, just, no, 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 just to prove no. a point. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a trans woman that had done it, and then he came behind her. Oh, okay. And beat her record. Okay, yeah. yeah. With her in the gym. That was what's so cold about it. He came behind her and beat her record by a long shot. And when I tell you that, like, motherfucker. People don't truly understand the science behind it. The bone density alone. If I took a female's bone and a male bone and put them up against each other, the male bone would break the female bone. And not even the that. Bones! There are there are, <laughs> there are scientific, there are biological, scientific fucking um what you call it. You can look at a schedule. I've seen this many different times on social media, and it was just a bunch of skeletons with different labels underneath them. And it was like man, woman, uh freaking athlete freaking obese freaking you know what i'm saying and they, all the bone all the skeletons look the same I'm like no that's not necessarily true because even if you put a male femur next to a female fe- a femur you can see that it's sig- a female femur is significantly smaller than the male femur a fully adult male femur is and a femur is that's that's one of your bones in your leg uh, uh, the, oh, I know. No, no, no. I'm talking oh, about to our listeners. Talking to the audience. Those of you who don't know, it's the dense bone in your leg. I think it's um, one where your uh, your calf muscle rests on. And male femurs are significantly larger than female. So, you, skeletal wise, there is a difference. You will be able to tell what's what based off your skeleton. This is biology. Yep. So. 
taking that into consideration, the fact that, the, again, bone density, add to that the muscle on top of that, and you're talking about the sheer force behind it, you see what I'm saying? So you can't, you can't expect to weather the full brunt of a man's wrath in that regard. Dude, when I tell you, man, it's it's different, man. And the fact that Rhoda even got away with that lie, and she raised that much money, bro. <laughs> but see, that's but see, that's but see, that's oh the, the, my God. And, and 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 so since we're continuing on, right? It, it because it was it was willing. Women were willing to believe it without question, right? Because they view because the negative image of uh, black men uh, is so solidified in their minds as being monsters. You know, I, I've talked about this once before. I, I think, uh, I don't know if it was in the magazine or here on the podcast. I've repeated this so many times. Um, being a film student, one of the things that I was forced to um, acknowledge, uh, I've never seen it. I refuse to watch it even to this day, but I had to acknowledge uh, D.W. Griffith, Griffith's Birth of a Nation. To this day, is still helmed as one of the greatest films of all time. This was the movie that came out after uh, the slaves were free, and this motherfucker made this mo- made this movie to depict black men specifically, black people in general, but black men specifically as monsters or uh, uh, useless. So they're either monsters or they're useless, right? This was the image that he put out there monsters sexual monsters that are going to rape white women and you know uh they're going to kill white people because of what they what white people have done to them um during slavery this that and the other will do whatever right this is the image that was out there okay um this is where it started it's that film that inspired the resurgence of the uh ku klux klan Klan, because it painted the the kkk as heroes the The heroes yep right so um but yeah, that's where that's where that image was depicted, and we were either useless or we were dangerous. And this image lives rent-free in the minds of white Americans and have been effective for centuries. Never mind the the the, the paper trail of black men being in chains during slavery. No, let's talk about modern technology. In a film, that's the image that white people see black men. If you're a black man. Under the sound of my voice, you have experienced this at least once. Hell, you've experienced it at least five times. You're walking down the street, minding your own business. There are white people coming down the opposite end of the street. They see you, they cross the street. You could be a college, you could be in college, just coming home from a class. And that's the image that they see you as. So they cross the street for their safety, right? The torch of this image, this damning image, has been passed on um, to another film also depicting men as useless or dangerous. And that movie is The Color Purple. That narrative that we are just monsters is permeating through black women's ideology today. That's why Roto could get away with that lie because women, black women are willing to accept that black men are just out here to hurt y'all. And it's it, it's it's a it's a damn travesty, to be honest with you. And women and black women ran with it. They ran with it. 
it was an entire uproar. It wasn't just the women who donated to her campaign. It was all over social media. It was an entire uproar. And they did what I, oh my God. Oh my God, this part really irritates my soul. It's not just the injustice, right? Of the whole situation, her lying about the whole situation and, and, and the embellishment of the lie, right? It's, I hate with a passion the fact that Malcolm X quote keeps getting weaponized and misused in situations like this. That irritates my soul. Yeah, it is so yes. amazing to me because, and and if you again, if you don't know what it is I'm talking about, I'm talking about his uh, "Who taught you to hate" speech, right? And there's a there's a part of that speech, and I'll I'll, I'll play I'll play the clip here in a minute. Um, but there's a part of that speech where he goes, you know, he talks about how the most uh, unprotected person in America is a black woman. The most disrespected person in America is a black woman. I'm paraphrasing, but roughly about. Um, and, 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 and it's really interesting how people cherry pick sound bites to bolster their narrative. People yep. in a church do it. People in politics do it. Damn it's context, a, every setting, era, None of time. that. None of that gets taken into account. Never mind. Ne oh my God. Okay. So this perpetual victim mindset that uh, has made black women lose their collective identity. I honestly don't think that if you, if, if black women on a large, I'm generalizing here, if the shoe fits, wear it, if it don't let it pass. Right. But if black women were to ever truly heal from whatever it is that made them victims in the first place, they wouldn't recognize who the hell they were. You, a person can get comfortable being in pain. Hell, I'm in pain now. It's just a fact of life at this point. I have to live with it. If I were to ever heal from the pain that I experience right now, I don't know how I would react. And we're talking about emotional pain. Imagine always constantly being in emotional pain all the time, replaying whatever it is that made you a victim all the time with every scenario, every new dude that you deal with. Victim, 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 victim. And then you have Malcolm X quote. Victim, 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 victim. Rebolstering that shit. Look, here's here's something that y'all need to understand. Because I know for a fact, and um, you probably only read the quote, and it always stops at the part that talks about black women being victims and being disrespected and all this other stuff, right? Here's a revelation about the quote, because I have seen that whole thing, and I've read, hell, I've even recited that speech the speech was not necessarily about black women the point that he made about uh, black women was a, a prelude to the point that he was eventually trying to get to and even then right it was it, it followed another point that he made about black women that y'all seem to conveniently forget that he talks about, hey, um, who taught you to hate your hair? Who taught you to hate your skin, your lips? Who told you you were ugly? Who taught you that? That part was talk to, talking to black women. But y'all completely forget that one. Context. Of course. And then, of course. Then comes the part about the whole disrespecting part. Clung to that, but that part was rebuke to black men. That was the point. 
thing that what we should do as black men is to make sure that we do as black men what white men do for white women. That part was never about y'all. You were mentioned, yeah, sure, but it wasn't about me. I'm going to play that clip. Um, I want to say, I want to play the whole, I want to play the whole three minutes, um, the whole three minute speech, uh, three minute section, but I'm going to play that clip so you can hear what I'm talking about. And then we'll come back and uh, we'll come back and we'll continue on what we're talking about. Hang on. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected one, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. That part is what that part is what women hang on to. That part. Yep. Just just that one little part. Now I'm gonna play to you the rest of what he said. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm, I'm making it plain, yes. We will kill you for our woman. We believe that if the white man will do whatever is necessary to see that his woman gets respect and protection, then you and I will never be recognized as men until we stand up like men and place the same penalty over the head of anyone who puts his filthy hands out to put in the direction of our women. That wasn't about you. That was instruction for black men. That was for us. Was it true for what he said? Sure. At the time, yeah. Is it true now? No. That's the part, that's the part of that speech that black women refuse to acknowledge. It was a chastisement of black men and their position in our community. That's what that was. When he spoke those words, it was in comparison to white men, as you just heard. It was not to serve as a tool to justify a woman's misbehavior or willingness to put herself in danger. Just like in the movie, The Bodyguard, and I think I said this before, Kim, just like in the movie, The Bodyguard, the protectee cannot dictate to the protector on how they should be protected. Protection, protection isn't always comfortable or is it nice? It's often firm and strict and if you do not submit there's that word y'all don't like oh i can't hear you can't hear you can't hear you. before you even go there before you even go there hold on i'm gonna share a clip from sister shahara's out of leave oh 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 i'm questioning i might side be, by I, side, might, brother. I might be fucking muslim i might be muslim i don't know side listen know. side by side brother side by side Right behind Brother Malcolm. Well, a woman has to be in a position that she can be protected. A woman has to deserve protection by the way she lives her life or presents herself. 
a woman has to require protection because she is in her place, in her mm. lane. And then men might feel that they can step in and protect her. A lot of our women don't want to be protected. You can't protect them whether anybody bothers you alone. Sometimes we try to protect our women from a bad idea. She don't want no protection. So there's no situation where a man that don't know a woman can walk down the street and see somebody doing something to her and automatically just jump in. So that has to be an individual choice and it has to be a situation where the woman is in order, not out there cussing, jumping up in men's face, screaming and hollering, acting a fool, trying to act like she a man. And then when some other man deal with her like she a man, then she wants you to jump in and save her. It don't work like that. Boo! All I got to say. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. That is all. Listen, Shahara Ali never told no lies. I will reiterate. <clears throat> Brother Malcolm's quote is not meant to justify a woman's misbehavior and willingness to put herself in danger. There you go. If you there do you not submit to the protector's protection, then you leave yourself open to attack. And unprotected. We just got finished talking like, about dude, we just got finished talking about the difference in strength between men and women and what would happen if provoked what the physical repercussions would be right we just talked about that and then uh, and then rhoda osman rhoda osman is the type of person and you go to her TikTok page if it even is still up and see this to go into the men's faces and has done this white and black men alike because she's a lesbian and a feminist so she hates men in general don't matter the color or the race or whatever and she has spit in men's face she's gotten in men's face she has argued she's been loud and obnoxious she has literally done anything that any one person could do to invoke a physical reaction to knock her block off. And the man that hit her in the face with a water bottle was the one that was the wrong nigga to fuck with on the wrong day. Just hey. like Sister Shaharazad Ali <laughs> just said. You cannot put yourself in a position to get assaulted, if that's even what Be you want to talk pressure. about. If that's even when you want to call it, I call it self-defense because she slapped him first. But you cannot put yourself in a dangerous predicament and then expect all black men to come to your rescue. Sorry, no. just did that to your he face. Audacity. I know he don't give a fuck about mine. That's not even the fucking point. <laughs> even if you could take that man, I wouldn't even bother. The audacity to be the aggressor and slap somebody and then be shocked that they hit your ass back. Bro. Shocked! You understand? And then be mad that nobody jumped in to say, hey, you shouldn't do that. You lucky motherfucker said, hey, you shouldn't slap her. 
you know what's funny? It's probably exactly what the situation was. When she was going around saying that all these black men didn't do anything about whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, chances are they saw that man. Chances are they saw that and black like, they saw came her slap him first and was like, hey, you got exactly what you asked for. That's what you asked for. There was three black men that came out before all this shit went down and said she lying. She was going around slapping people that night. <laughs> oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> there was three different dudes that was like, nah, she was slapping people. You slapped the wrong one. You can't. You can't. You can't. I cannot put the this. I can't. And the victim. How you gonna be the aggressor and the victim? I can't put this. I can't put this in any simpler term. Actions have consequences. Newton's third law of motion, just to get just a little bit more educated about this thing. For every action, there is a reaction. I'm sorry, incomplete quote. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That's physics. He got physical with you. You slapped him, he slapped you back harder. It's the laws of nature. You cannot expect to go around assaulting people, putting yourself in precarious situations, and then expecting no one to retaliate. You've been lucky to get away with it with as long as you have. You got the right one on the wrong day. People say that all the time. You fucked around and found out. In the worst type of way. In the worst type of way. In and the then cry and then cried wolf. And then cried wolf, brother. Oh, oh black man. men won't do this. Oh, black men won't do that. And this is what I'm talking about. And I need y'all to be men and blah 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 blah. When are you gonna start acting like a woman? I find it really interesting that all of these tenets can be put on men and the expectation on what it means to be a man but nobody ever challenges in return when are you going to start acting like a woman you can't be bucking up like some bull and then you get slapped like a bitch and then you cry and then you sit up here crying all up in the damn camera what happened to all that bravado as 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 the great as one of the greatest comedians of all time once said you shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> listen, I was talking with my wife today, and I was like, listen, I'm, I love you, my daughters. I got sisters. I got aunties. I got a mom. Like, you understand? And I wouldn't wish this on anybody. You understand? But part of me, there is a part of me, and I think we've talked about this. There's a part of me that wants women to get the equality that they begging for. Not this play equality and, oh no, 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 no. Treat women like men, all of it. They get it all. They get being ignored. They get being lonely. They get treated like shit. All, all of it. I want all of it. I want that for them. Part of me wants that for them because it's the only way, and, th- and this goes back to the whole empathy thing, right? And my wife's like, well, that might be the only way for some women to truly realize the shoes that they ask in the standing. Ooh, I like you got to put them, you gotta put them on. I like that. And, and I was like, you know, only you could 
<laughs> and I'm looking at it, I said, only you could say it like that. <laughs> like so bluntly, you know? <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, but I wouldn't want that life for you. And she said, oh, you ain't got to worry about me. I, I, listen, I'm good. <laughs> I ain't jump up in no men's faces. I ain't. Now nah, I'm good. They can. She they can have that. A very interesting point. Because because what you said is like if you give women what it is that they're asking for, right? You're treated equally like men. Well, I mean, if you're not doing what men do, then you're not gonna get treated that way. Uh, 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 and that's I why I was like, that, I don't think I think she's right. I don't think that's, that's a problem that's that she would have. You know? I don't think that's a problem she would have. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think I don't think. And besides, even if there was the case, even if that was the case, right? She wouldn't have to worry about it because she got you. So in both aspects, she's golden. She's fine. Not only is she protected, she also don't go around jumping up in motherfuckers' faces. She's good. This is true. This is true. She ain't got to do that shit. <laughs> what? But <laughs> remind me of Tina Arnold and uh, everybody hates Chris. I don't need this. My man got. <laughs> but yeah i i honestly Yo. i honestly i honestly um even if that was the case even if that did happen which we all know it's not gonna happen, right? because we know the truth of the matter but even if it did happen i think that the suicide rate would skyrocket if there's nothing that nora vincent has taught us is the fact that women are not built for the solitary life that men have to go through. Oh, of course not. If her life has taught us anything, it is that lesson right there. You said it in our first or second episode. Our shoulders are broad for a reason, and there's much on there that we carry. And a lot of that is loneliness. The responsibilities alone, brother. The fact that a lot of women can't even take accountability for their own actions. Men have the listen. Men be catching strays, especially black men. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I'm so tired of catching strays from black women for oh bullshit. Like you choosing to mess around with ain't shit motherfuckers, and because you chose that, I gotta take the Wait, the, the heat. Yeah, because you chose you? that. Now I ain't shit. I ain't what? got nothing but what? try to do right by women shit. my whole fucking life, and I ain't shit. I don't understand. I didn't do it. Well, I gotta catch that straight. I remember the last girl I tried to date, man. And one of the arguments that we actually had, I told her, I was like, "Look, I'm not the one trying to hurt you. I'm trying to fucking love you if you let me." Bruh. Like, I don't know why you're trying to fight me. I'm not trying to hurt you. And this is this is this is a verbal this is a verbal altercation. This is over the phone. She was just trying to pick a fight. It's like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? It's like you want to fight me. It makes no sense. Yo. Shout out to BGS, bro. He talked about this shit with his ex, bro. His ex-wife, bro. Like, like he, he had just finished, you know, they had went out. For, he said, we went out for lunch that day. You know, we, we was we was cool. We was kicking it. We, 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 we watched a movie. Bought her a gift. You know, typical husband-wife thing. And he said he got back home. And she, as soon as they stepped in the door, she picked a fight with him. And he sat there in the middle of that fight. He said... I'm tired. <laughs> Ain't you tired? Like, we just had a great day. It's beautiful outside. We went and hung out. We like I took you on a day. Like, and then we come home and you trying to pick a fight over the stupidest shit. Ain't 
did you tell? He said, he, he left. He said, I'm done. I can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and I was like, if that ain't so many good men out here, like, I, what? I don't. Again, like, chicken I'm little. not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not your enemy. I'm not your, look, I think, I think we talked about this. I think I said this to you offline. I, it was really, was really irritating me about a lot of this, right? Is that we have so many problems that we need to fight on a lot of different fronts, right? But the problem is, is that we can't even begin to fight those fights and we're already being, we, we've already been left behind, right? It's, it's bad enough we've been held back, but now we're being left behind, right? When we could be advancing in, in a lot of different fucking areas, right? Because we're too busy trying to address dumb shit like this. Well, see, listen here, man. And that's the thing, too, is like, shout out to Media Man, man. Really, really shout out, man. Because, uh, yeah, like, just you're recently not, back you in like October. A, if you like our stuff, definitely go. Anybody that anybody that we shout out, we name drop in these, we actively listen to, and they have valuable content. You need to be subscribed oh, to them. They are far better listen, than we are. He is a literal statistician by they. My man does this. You understand? And man, when he pulled that study that just dropped, that, that data just dropped in October. You understand? Millennials by themselves, millennial black men have lowered the black male population by a third. Oh wow! I didn't see that. That just came out. I did not see that. Wow. Millennial men, listen. The amount of income millennial black men are making, the inroads we are making, but. Motherfuckers is doing their job. You understand? Listen, black women may not see it. They might not believe it. Whatever. I just don't give a shit at this point. Because the, the dumb... Listen, men and women lie. Numbers don't. You understand? And kicking and screaming, black men are bringing the black community on our shoulders forward. So fuck what you heard. We... Violent crime is down, despite the fact... Oh, y'all killing each other. No, we're not. Nope. That's down. Income is up. Families is up. Black men are more married than black women, statistically. And raw numbers-wise, damn the percentage. The raw numbers, which is weird to me because you would think, right, with with black women outnumbering black men, you'd think more of them would be... No. Black men are married more. And the myth, I love the fact that he broke down how many... This myth that black women out-earn black men. There are double the amount of black men than women that earn six figures or more double yeah so no this this myth that we can't find good men because you're louder about how much money you're making i i found out i found out that there is a a a a millionaire in the new england states in one of new england states i ain't never heard of this dude ever in my life He's quiet. He's soft. He's soft-spoken. He is uh, uh, demure, and he doesn't wear his money. You look at him, and he looks like the average businessman. And and if he was in his civ- civilian clothes, he'd look like an average dude. You would not be able to tell that that dude is a millionaire and he's a black man. He ain't loud about it. And I, I've said this time and time again, like, I don't understand, and I never understood the concept of being loud with your money. What was what, the colloquialism um, 
the hammer that sticks out the the nail that sticks out the highest gets hammered down the hardest yep that's why i love ninjas be low-key with your shit jay-z said in one of his songs when he was talking when he was dissing the uh modern day rappers you holding money to your ear we don't call that money over here that just paints a target on your back you've known me you've you've known me you've known me for since high school a good 20 years you understand 20 plus 24 years. to be exact ever, when have you yeah, 20, ever 20 years, seen me post years. online about how much money i make not never not, not never. never now now as a married black man who has a stay-at-home wife and three children right you know i'm well off again how many times have you seen me post on social media not never. about how much money See, i make you, you don't even update your damn facebook you don't even post on <laughs> Bruh, it you, is you had, is the, same, you had the same damn profile picture for it the last mi- seven years. <laughs> it is mind blowing how these motherfuckers move out here, bro. bro. It's almost like it's almost like they didn't grow up where we grew up. You don't advertise at all. How much money at all? That's how you get robbed. See, remember that string of robberies like ten years ago with motherfuckers in Hollywood and shit when they was posting when they was out of town and shit and their houses was getting broken into. Yeah, dumb. Why, why would you even? Why would you even? Because all you don't need to know what I make. My family, my family barely knows what the hell I make. You out of your mind. And it makes no damn sense. It makes no damn sense. You know what's really interesting about that? God, this is so good. You know what's really interesting about that? Is the is the <laughs> this motherfucker? <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> Just gonna have that old deck. Listen, you gonna listen, listen, listen. <laughs> oh my god! Straight shit in that little chicken's mouth! Did you like. <laughs> but you know what's really interesting about that? Like, I love the fact the recap things like, what it's like, there's, there's, it's a. You got the, <laughs> <laughs> the cue cards and everything. <laughs> uh, you're gonna make that. me go back and watch that. I love that movie. That's so good. I love that movie, so bro. Great. But it's it's funny we mentioned it's funny you mentioned it's funny you mentioned in the whole money thing because that is actually my next point my dude so the 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 okay so like I'm saying uh, uh 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 if you don't submit to the protectors of protection you then you leave yourself open to attack case in point the fourth tenet of the art of war is weak points and strong the fourth tenet go the fourth tenet has a, a section in it that goes like this side, hold on hold on side note. I'll fuck with the fact that you keep bringing up the 48 laws. No, no, not no, this ain't you. even the 48 laws. This is the art of war. Oh, I'm sorry, the yeah. art of war. My bad. This is the, this is the art right. of war. You're right. Art of war. Oh, we go, eventually I'm gonna get into the 48 laws. I, I gotta, I gotta. In my what? back catalog. It's in my back catalog. I'm, I'm gonna get to it. You go. You'll know when I start reading it. I'll start referencing this. Listen, but sun that nigga talk. Yeah, look. So. The fourth tenet of the art uh, of the art of war is weak points and strong, right? And in that tenet, there's a section that go that said that sounds like this, and I quote: uh, "You can be sure of succeeding in your attacks if you only attack the places which are undefended, right? That's that's the point. Here's the thing: if there was ever a flaw in the black woman's psyche, it is the group, it is groupthink. Anything, anything that aligns with the sisterhood, you are absolutely blinded to." Case in but point. I do have to. I I do have to give it. It's not just black women. It's women in well, general. 
It's the reason why consumerism is so goddamn potent and targeted towards women. It's because group think is a, there's a reason why all these IG models trying to look. Well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I get Man, that. I get that. But, talking about that. I get that. But damn all those other women. I I want to talk about our women. Like this is this is a black thing. This is a black thing. Like other women can take from this what they need to, but this is a this is a point of correction for black women. Like I I I don't I don't give a fuck about them other people. Like you know, love y'all, uh, but th- th- y'all ain't part of this conversation right now. So <laughs> so so uh, the the anything that aligns with the sisterhood, you are absolutely blinded to. Case in point, uh, a lot of y'all were willing to support Derek Jackson only to find out that he is the very man that he rail against. Uh, a lot of women absorb everything Steve Harvey preaches, despite the, the, the despite the fact that he's been divorced twice and is and is currently being proven to be a fraud. There's that, and any woman who cries foul about at the hands of black men, you immediately jump to the defense of. And even though right now she is being indicted, there are still black men, black women who are still defending Rhoda. Right now. So what do all of these, what do all of these examples, and I can keep going. Oh, I, I really could I, keep going. I, I really could keep going. It, but I'm Say dead. what? I don't know if you're telling me about uh, you, you ain't even on screen right now, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, really was, you I'm really was with that. the ancestors, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you ain't spit nothing but facts. Bro. Nothing but facts, bro. bro. Bro, so, so, okay. So, so continue on though, like, like okay, uh, what, 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 uh, oh, so what do we, what what do all of these examples have in common? And I can keep going. There are so many other examples like this, but what do those specifically specific ones have in common? They reinforce your uh, black women's violence against black men, and you pay them for it. The money. You make them richer, but uh, you make them richer for enabling you to wallow in your misery. The Greeks use the same tactic on the city of Troy. I don't know if a lot of people know the. It's called a Trojan horse. You unwittingly invite your enemy inside your house, disguised as a gift, only for them to destroy you from the inside. Your blind black women's blind spot is the sisterhood and your negative view of black men which makes your pockets vulnerable and you looking foolish when the truth comes out. Man, listen, if I hear Dr. Umar say one more time bro. out of his neck, bro, that black women out here black men, listen here. For you to say that, and listen, me and man brought this up and I died laughing. If that was true, why are you telling black men to support the black community financially if we ain't got it? <laughs> We must stay. Like, would you be asking, but it's, it's the blatant lying for me. It's the it's pandering. The, and again, it's, and again, this is you can ease, you can look it up. Just Google. But see, the thing with the, the thing with him is, and I think we've covered Umar once before. The thing with him is, uh, he's arguing outdated talking points. That, that's, it is outdated it, talking points, but it's also because his the, his primary base is women. Most dudes don't mess with Umar primarily because he's already been shown to be kind of a charlatan. Not to say that he's not right in certain regards. And this is another thing that irritates me about the black community as a whole, right? It's the waiting for a perfect message. Yes. I'm not saying Umar is a complete idiot or that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Or he knows certain subjects. You're doggone right. He has a doctorate. You're right. However, 
does he know everything? No, and if he claimed to know everything, he'd be a fool, and you'd be a fool for believing him. I, I, this is this is just a personal note. I'm, I'm sorry. I, since we're on the Umar train, I, I I gotta make this mention. I gotta put this on the record and say, if I hear this motherfucker say American or uh, uh, American African one more time, I'm gonna slap somebody. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, you want look look here look here and I want to say this with as much respect as I can because to a degree I do respect Umar I respect what he's trying to do what he does kind of say right he had me on board for the beginning part when I was introduced to him and there was a lot of things that I agree with him on but it's stuff like that that make you sound like insufferably pretentious American African nigga, you literally just said the same thing just backwards. And then there's the implication of the categorization. American African. Bitch, we were never there. African Americans is a classification that came about by the same guy that created uh Kwanzaa as a holiday, right? And he only did that because that's the only thing that we can really identify in in bridging the gap between our the motherland where we came where our ancestors came from and the country which which we were born in if you were born on this land you were an american our history okay to further to further explain this in a manner that we all understand you you know the the running joke when we talk about uh uh latin people's last name and they how long it fucking is you know you ever know you ever wonder why that is Oh, it's cultures. Heritage. Yeah, it's it's the list of last names of the generations that came before you. It's your it's your literal lineage, right? It's the same concept with African Americans. Our ancestors came from Africa, but we were born here. African Americans. Really not for that and far fetched of a concept. And, and and really and really the only reason why we even use that term technically like you said is because we can't trace it back to the exact exactly goddamn, i can't uh, i can't country. call myself a Ghanaian. i can't say Ghanaian. wow i can't why, call why myself was, kenyan i don't i don't know probably because we were talking about them yeah, recently, uh, at that point <laughs> but yeah but yeah i can't yeah, say yeah. Ghanaian american i can't say fucking south african american like you know what i'm saying like so american african it just it even hits the ear wrong. All the way wrong. <laughs> All like, the way on, wrong. Bro. It just reeks of pretentiousness. Like, I get it. You're From a political standpoint, you're trying to classify us as something that is our own and try to keep us in touch. Well, until we have something that we can all agree on, African-American it is. Basically. Or, or, Basically. or you can stop fighting with everybody and start collaborating with some people. Uh, uh, Yvette and Anton, I think that was his name. He came up with ADOS. Or, if you can stop fighting with Tariq Nasheed, you got foundational black American. Like, you know what I'm saying? Pick a lane. This American black thing or this American African thing is never, stop trying to make fetch happen. 
<laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. No shit, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just a small little tirade. I was just like, it just, I, it's, it's, it's one thing to want to promote no, change. No, but it's valid it's, though. It's one thing to want to promote change because that's what that's what we here at TMR are trying to do. We're also trying to promote change, but at the same time, like, it's got to be reasonable. You got to be reasonable, man. You got to take with what we're working with. You're trying to reinvent the wheel. This is what we have to work with. Let's work within the realms that we have. You know, I was flirting with the idea because um, we talked about we talked about the fact that we'll never get reparations because we can't we're never be considered a group. Um, I was flirting with the idea of going and taking the American Citizens Test, and when I go, create the classification for African Americans but call it as a group you know what i'm saying so that we could be ratified as citizens so we could be a class of our own and be recognized yes. as such you know what i'm saying yeah, so the no. talks of representation yeah. so the <clears throat> talks of reparations if any can finally have some weight because now you have a classification of people to give the money to, to. to repair Correct. you know what i'm saying right now we're just kind of all willy-nilly with the whole african-american thing but like if we actually had a classification as a group of people, I think that that conversation could actually go somewhere finally instead of, oh, we'll think about talking about it, which is a whole other thing. But yeah, man, just it, it's the pretentiousness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Change, change happens on the grassroots of it. But if you start talking to the people, the layman in this uppity kind of way and, you know, I and I'm not I'm not the what Charlemagne says, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, right? I'm not the sharpest knife in the crayon box. But I do have a little bit of a point to me. And even I think you sound pretentious. It's arrogant. And it wouldn't be so bad if you wasn't such if you didn't pander so much. But I digress, and I digressed way too much on this. I didn't want to spend that much time on the one. But yeah, man. All in all, though, I just, I just, this Rhoda Osmond scenario has done more to damage and separate and divide us than anything else. You know what else was really interesting about all of this? We, I mentioned Cat um, earlier, breaking the internet or whatever have you. Um, but this whole Rhoda Osmond thing really distracted us to a lot of to a lot of stuff. And you know the Jeffrey Epstein list came out, and nobody in the black sphere is even talking about that. You know Oprah's on that oh, list. That broke the internet you know, too. Oprah's on that list. Oh, oh brother, brother. Here, here's the thing: we already knew a bunch of left leaders. Oh yeah, of course. I'm just saying. List. We I'm knew that. Saying. It's like it's, it's Hillary Clinton stuff. was on the list. Uh, so many. Don't even. I'm just saying. Bro, I'm just like, saying. It's just funny how, in the midst of that list coming out. All of this other stuff happened to distract us. America is good at a lot of things. A lot of things. Slide of hand. Obfuscation is one of them. Slide of hand is definitely one of them. Oh, brother. They be. Smoke screen, smoke screen, smoke screen. Smoke screen. Need your vanish. We went to the same place. That's why. That's why you're my place. place. <laughs> Good day in America. <laughs> <laughs>
dead ass, man. It's just it's just kind of funny. But yeah, this whole Rhoda Osmond thing, and then the fact. Oh, I forgot to mention she was in. I don't know if I did, but and she was in Jamaica, um, and then she came back to the states and turned herself in. Um, but it's just it's just it's baffling to me that this is where we are, and it, it's the last issue, the semi annual number two of twenty twenty three focused on balance right and Cam, we and i talked offline briefly about this but one thing that we really need to wrap our heads around just as a people right because and i'll never get tired of saying this but i'm tired i'm tired of fighting amongst ourselves what we i agree we, we, i'm tired of fighting amongst ourselves it's it's but it's a necessary fight because we have we have to get on code. We have to get on one accord if we're gonna move forward as a people. What? And the last issue was yeah, no. about. I agree the, with you. The last issue was uh, thematically about balance. Yeah, black women have their problems. Black men have their problems. But together, there was one article in there um, uh, had an emphasis to get. We are so much more together then we are in the sum of our individuality. You will only go so far by yourself, black woman. You will only go so far by yourself, black man. But when black people get together, the shit that we can accomplish, historically, we've done it before. We can learn from those lessons of the past and bring them to today with the technology and the, the, the funds that we have, the, the stuff that we have access to, we can recreate a Rosewood and make it better, more fortified, more protected. But we cannot do that divided and letting something like a Rhoda Osmond divide us or a Juicy Smoulier divide us or what was the other thing? What was, uh, Carly Russell divide us. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot think that all one side, that half the population is just bad, no matter what they do, no matter what they say. Because if you do, then what's the point? What exactly is the point? I saw this, um, what was it? And I think we mentioned this before, um, Somebody reminded, I don't know who it was I was watching. Somebody reminded me that it has gotten to the point. Oh, it was Media Man, actually. <laughs> it was Media Man. It has gotten to the point where black black women in mass is, has pretty much told us they believe themselves to be a separate class from black men. Entirely. Dude. The moment he pointed out, we talked about that with he the, pointed out the whole the, the, we we talked yeah. about that with the with the, the yeah, and, and that's what he brought up. He was like he was like and to this day, huh? To this day, that's just man. The fact that that came out of their mouths blew me all, all the way back. And that and that and that and that is sad. You are not, you are not by yourself in this. You're not. Because at the end of the day, guess what, black woman? You are still black. 
you know, it's funny not not to not to segue into another topic, but it's funny that uh, recently there's been all this uproar about that Barbie movie and the Oscars, and uh, they they completely left out the fact that there was women of my, my minority descent that was nominated for Oscars for that movie, but people are so pissed that the white women weren't recognized, and it and it brought me back to the fact that feminism doesn't. Feminism has never been about minorities. Feminism has always, from its inception, been about white women being pissed at white men and wanting the power that white men have. Yeah. You understand? From the very beginning, eh, yeah, shit do it, black women. That was a ploy to get bodies and mm -hmm. votes. That's all that was. And here's the crazy part. If white women had the power of white men, they'd be just as oppressive. If not worse. So, spare me this, oh, feminist, it's bullshit. Why do, you think, why do you think that black feminism is called the sisterhood? You had to create your own lane because you weren't welcome where they are. Because, A, you took it too far. But B, you're black. You're not welcome in the club. One of my favorite uh, Jay-Z songs. You know. I can see by the look of your face. You know exactly. I already know where you're going. Go Light ahead. nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Okay. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, you're still black. Man, the first time I heard that song, I was like, oh. Oh, Jason came I, to play. He, <laughs> he, he came he to came, play. He came to play. <laughs> Whoa, where did Jay-Z been? Hold on. Hold on. Man. Oh my God. Like, bro, you cannot like and and that goes for that goes for so and it's not just it's not just women it's just it's just this whole Rhoda Osmond leans to that, but it's not just women with that mindset, right? It's black men that have that mindset too. But today we're talking about women. You cannot separate yourself from black men because you're gonna always belong to us. Look, there's a reason why um, divesting among black men is kind of looked upon look is frowned upon among a lot of other black men because. Basically, the, the gist is, what is that white woman going to be able to do to console you about the shit that you got to deal with as a black man? The only woman that is going to ever really understand you is a black woman. And I say the same thing to all you divesting black women. Only man in the world is going to understand you and hell, statistically speaking, the only man who is ever going to put up with your bullshit is a black man. Umar himself, the divester in, I was about to say divester in queef, Jesus Christ. The divester king himself, the, prop the propaganda, the prince of propaganda, the prince of pandling, I think they call him, right? But Dr. Umar himself has said, you as a black woman cannot talk to a black man over in Africa the way you talk to black men in America because they won't tolerate it. 
that alone, that statement alone should tell you how much we be rocking with you. Can't see it. Can't see it. And I'm going to tell y'all something else about this whole propaganda thing. And this goes back to, I will always talk about the image. That's, that's, that's my fight. That is the, that is the fight. That is the hill that I am fighting on the image of black people in general color purple this movie that y'all love so much so much so that they remade it into a musical and they took that musical and they made a recent recent film out of it which flopped by the way um it was written by a black lesbian feminist Produced by a closeted red lesbian, starring other feminists. See the trend that I'm going for here? Everybody who is involved with this story automatically hates men, and then you wonder, well, you don't, but a lot of people wonder, black men specifically, why are black men portrayed the way that they are in this film? It's created, produced, and published by people who already hate black men, black women who hate black men. It is a terrible story. I told I told somebody when it came to the woman king, and I told him I was like, look, I'm all for things that you need, you know, because I, I do. I believe representation matters. I believe that imagery, seeing yourself in a specific kind of role, and it, it is important. It is. It's definitely important. The thing is, and uh, the folly of a lot of these female-led films is that you don't have to put down one to elevate the other. I saw The Woman King. I did. On the whole, it was a decent film. On the whole, it was a decent film. Right? But the problem was, is that they called the general of the story The Woman King as in, you know, the separate, what you call it. But she, there was already a king in the story who she had to submit to. But the portrayal of him, he was soft. It was the women that were battle-hardened. And even even then, like, the, there were men there, but they took a black, they took a back seat. And that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. You don't have to put down one to uplift the other. Why can't we work together? Why can't you be standouts like, you know what I'm saying? The Dora Milaje, great example. Fierce fighters, respected, loved among all. They fought alongside men, not above them. They were actually the, the they, they were inspired by this tribe of women. And they still well, and they still had to answer to the freaking slaughtered, but whatever. Huh? I remember they also got slaughtered. Who the girl Malaji or the or the uh, the 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 women and the women king? Yeah, the women and the women king. But see, that's that's. If there is one thing, and this is, I think this is the, the theme of the next issue. 
there is one thing that we need to acknowledge and build from. We are in this thing by ourselves. We always have been. I don't care who they are or where they are in the world. There is nobody on this globe who is coming for us. Nobody in Africa, nobody in Asia, no white person in Europe, nobody in the Middle East, and definitely nobody in, to the north or south of us and our countrymen is a dead ringer for it. Fuck no. African-Americans, men and women, are in this thing by ourselves. We are a, we are a people without a home. Don't y'all realize that? We got nowhere to go. We're not wanted here. We all we got. So this whole divide between men and women, this race, this, this sex war, or this gender war, whatever you want to call it, it's dumb. It's stupid. It is menial, to say the least. And until we realize that, this is gonna be a pointless fight that we're gonna have to continuously fight and we're never gonna get anywhere. Point blank period, full stop. Not every man is Mr. Not every man is a Harpo. Not every man is Nate. And not every man is Ike. You take these situations and you take them by a case by case basis. The shoe is not one size fits all. It's if it fits, wear it. But I guess that would take a level of discernment that nobody wants to practice anymore. So I guess that'll do it for us. Thank y'all for rocking with us. I, I apologize for the video. I had a lot to say about this thing because it really just rubs me the wrong way. I hate the division in our culture. I can't stand the fact that we have to fight each other and fight everything else all because, you know, um, perceived slights or whatever have you. I really am about the unity of the black people. I really want to see black families get together. You know, I have a, in, in my home, in my home, I have this image posted up by one of my favorite painters, uh, Walk Williams. I don't know if y'all heard of him. If you haven't, you've definitely seen his work before. Um, just Google black art 90% of the stuff that comes up in the images is his stuff and um, It's this uh, it's this one of my favorite ones. It's called kiss by walk Williams. That is my goal. I want to see that I want to see more black couples. I want to see us together on one accord But we can't do that if we fighting over dumb stuff you cannot call the spade a spade. You can't call out a lie. If everybody's in their fifis, 
how are we ever gonna get how are we ever gonna move forward take that to think on that's all i got cam got anything if you like what you're getting keep doing what you're doing